These are the Padawan Transmissions. Hello, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Sarah. And we're going to talk about dumb things today, like the Sith Lord. <laughs> but AKA, we're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Palpatine just makes me angry. Well, yeah, he's not a great person. Well, is he even a person anymore? He just I think he's a marionette like, at this point. I think, <laughs> I, was say, I think he's just... All right, go ahead. I don't know what I was saying. Palpatine, he's a marionette. You said something else. Fozzie barked. I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna say that that Palpatine is like just full of lightning. You know. Sure. Dumb. Sure. Okay. Well, welcome to episode fifteen, and today we are going to continue our adventure into episode three, and we're going to talk about the second forty-five minutes of Revenge of the Sith. So let's get started. Where did we leave off? Well, we are with Anakin and good old Palpy, and we're going to hear the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Have you ever heard that so, story? I literally wrote, Palpatine starts talking crazy, creating life, keeping people from death, blah, blah, blah. I'll let Tiffany talk about it. <laughs> All right. It's a Sith legend. You wrote notes on it. And I was like, there's a lot happening, and... Part of it is he's, while some of this may be true, uh, he also is just playing on what he knows is going to make Anakin do what he wants Anakin to do. You know what I mean? Mm. Because he wants Anakin's power on his side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And his team for the dodgeball game, you know? Yeah. He wants him on his team. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Darth Plagueis the Wise is a Sith, it's a Sith legend. Um, he could use the Force to create life, like manipulating the midichlorians. Could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. Now, I don't know. Did Darth Plagueis the Wise ever care about anybody? That's uh... something I don't know. But anyways... Um, basically the story plays right into Anakin's fear about Padme dying during childbirth. Um, and Darth Plagueis was so powerful that he was afraid to lose his power. And that's, that's like that I can totally believe because, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like we see that amongst like people in power, whether it's real time life or whether it's fictional, um, and Darth Plagueis taught his apprentice everything he knew, and that apprentice was Palpatine, but we don't find out at that moment. Um, and his apprentice, Palpatine, killed him in his sleep like a chicken would. <laughs> well, isn't that how, um, the brother dies in, uh, the three brothers story? With the wine. Oh, boasting. He's like murdered in his sleep. Yeah, boasting about he was he went into town, killed his rival, boasted about his wand, you know, swinging yeah. it around, and then he's dead. So, but it is not possible to learn that power from a Jedi, is what Palpatine kind of like rounds that conversation out yeah. with. And so I'm, so I watched the um the last part of this movie yesterday, and it literally had been years since I watched the end of three and it's really really sad yeah I was getting choked up at the end of this section yeah with like when he's executing 
Exacording. Executing <laughs> Order 66. Is that when you go a court and then you end up killing them? <laughs> <laughs> it just is like so, it's just, it's incredibly sad. And you know, we're seeing it. It's incredibly it. sad to watch Anakin's yes. downfall and like his demise. Could have been great. Um, Could have been that person to bring balance to the yeah. force. But then, yeah. you know, when you play into somebody's emotions like that, especially when it's the one that you love, when, dare I say, a bit obsessively, um, you know, that person will do almost anything. Uh, Snape will do anything because of his love. I say that with air quotes in my brain um, for Lily. So he like literally would do anything such as living a life yeah. of misery after her death. So it's like. It's those themes that I feel like are in literature and storytelling that um, send you a message. They teach you a lesson. And sadly for Anakin, he turns into Darth Vader. So, yeah. yeah. It's incredibly sad. But I was like saying, so this whole part... I mean, and while I'm sure the majority of this is true, I don't know, like, how much... Just, do you know the exact magic, essentially, <laughs> to... I think that they did... It's, like, basically known, kind of, that this whole creating life thing, that's how Anakin was made, because his mother just, like, was pregnant one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, keeping people from death, I don't know if he knows exactly how to do so- that, because it seems like <laughs> later on he was like, you and I can figure out how to do well- it. Well... And is he talking about that or is he talking about something else? Because is he like, I'm just going to say whatever I need to say. Like, it's been maybe theorized in, like, the teachings of the Sith of how to keep someone from dying. Well, let's talk about that for a second. Because if we think about Anakin at the end of this movie becoming Darth Vader, he's got one arm, robot arm, Mm -hmm. legs are gone from, like, looks like whether it's right below or above the knee. Um, Bert to a crisp, essentially, like, and comes back, right? Jump forward, Palpatine's a marionette. He's still among the living. And then at the end of this movie as well, Yoda talks about Qui-Gon Jinn. And so it's like, mm. is this I something that they do actually I guess that know? Is a thing. But like, how much of that is like really living? You know what I mean? Like, or Patty does science not type, and not not the force at all. Yeah, you know, because Anakin's yeah, like, like pretty much a droid-ish in some parts. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, and we forget now too because it's easy it's easy to forget that he also only has one hand now because his other hand was cut off in the other movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the same thing later on with his son with Luke because the same thing happens to him. But I, to me, like, I'm thinking, like, if that's, he would be willing to do anything and everything to keep Padme alive, yeah, right? Yeah. But would Padme want to be alive in that state? I'd hard know. So, I don't yeah, think she would. Perfect with your what's actually living. Yeah. I mean, and, and some, like, I think Darth Vader is okay with that, mm-hmm. but others might not True. be. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, um, yes. And it, every person is different and everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't know. And I think at this point in time, because he's so manipulative and he's good at it, Palpatine knows exactly what to say at exactly the right moment 
for Anakin to keep questioning mm-hmm. the Jedi Council and the Jedi way and all of those things that he's learned for years. And Palpatine's just like throwing stuff on top, like fueling the fire of doubt in yeah. him and driving that wedge deeper. Um, and I was like, he's pretty much like sweet talking yeah. him to be like, come to the, like the, with the dark side, all of these things are possible because we have no limitations, mm-hmm. but that's not necessarily a good thing. True. Um, and so, like, after that whole scene, it's now we're back on Kashyyyk with, uh, that's where the Wookiees live. Yes. Just one big Wookiee mistake. I just really wanted to say that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and Yoda is there. He's visiting, right? And we see them. They're having, like, their Jedi Council thing. Mm-hmm. And so we see, like, a transmission, right? Or, like, uh, you know, a hologram of them, Oh, like, my chatting. God. That's like when you say the name of the movie in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they are discussing like the capture of General General Grievous, mm-hmm. who I keep spelling his name incorrectly in the doc, but you know, I know what I'm saying. Yep. And Anakin says, he's like, well, Palpatine's requested that I'm the one that should go. Of um, course. And I think that Palpatine's like, yeah, ask them knowing that the council would never let him go. Right. Uh, so that's just going to, you know, drive a wedge deeper because he's like, you're strong enough. You're, you could be the, you ask them, tell them I want you to go. Yeah. And not only is that going to create more of a divide with Anakin and the council, but it's going to create the divide of the council and like the Senate in his mind as well. So like it's all working in Palpatine's favor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, no, a master has to go. Another wedge, though, because he, that's what he's dying to become as a master. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, so Obi-Wan, we're going to vote for Obi-Wan to go. Yep. And so I was like, it's just I mean, they just keep like, you know, breaking some glass like there's some breaks in the whole thing. It's just going to shatter soon. Yep. And Anakin even (laughs) apologizes, um, yeah, to, uh, I almost said Qui-Gon. Nope. Obi-Wan. And he, and Obi-Wan tells him that he's proud of him and he doesn't think it'll be too long before the council will actually make him a master. Well, I think that if things had been different, if the, if, if he hadn't gone after Mace Windu, Mm. And all of these things happened. He would have been a yeah. master, a hundred percent, my my opinion. Yeah, because um, he tries to get Anakin tries to get Obi Wan to let him come with him, and he's like, "You need me." And Obi Wan's like, "You're not wrong. I do, but I can't. Like, you're not coming with right. me." Um, and I appreciate that Anakin's like, "I'm, you know, I'm sorry for my behavior and all of those things," and he's saying out loud. And he, I, I like that he says out loud that he's frustrated with the council. Yes. Um. And, you know, they part with the words, will the, the force be with you, right? And, you mm-hmm. know, Anakin, you can see, isn't happy. Nope. And then I think you made a note about the music at that point in time. Didn't I did. Because I was thinking that too, but I didn't write it down. I was like, yeah, it's such good, like, it's a little ominous. Like, yeah, it's really ominous yeah, music but... at this point. And, you know, Anakin has another vision and Obi-Wan is there in the in this vision and he tells Padme, like, not to give up. And this whole scene is, like, you just can feel, like, the breaking point is coming soon. And so Anakin and Padme are talking. Anakin feels lost. And Can we talk about oh, his sure. dream? I have a second. I don't know if I wrote this here. Oh, sure. I have a question, not a second. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't know if I wrote it here or if another place. Do you think that... Um, that and I know that like his dream obviously does come true. It's like premonitions of like her dying, right? Mm. Um, 
Do you think that Palpatine had like any sway in what his dreams were to like help him? Oh, that's a good um, idea. I have not the foggiest idea. I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past Palpatine to be able to do something like that. Maybe he even feels like it could go that way. And then she, I mean, she does obviously die. We do see that, but not from anything medical, physically. Correct. So maybe the whole thing was orchestrated by good old Palpy. Good old Sidious. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And like, Uh. let's talk about the fact that Anakin, though, like when, so he has a little vision of her again, right? Dying or whatever. And Obi-Wan's there. And then immediately Anakin and and Padme are like in that room. And he's like, Obi-Wan's been here. Like, have you been chatting with him? And he seems like a very jealous jealous husband. Like, Yeah. Calm down. Like, you know that nothing would be in, like nothing's between them. Mm hmm. Why are you freaking out about literally nothing? True. True. Like, he feels like something's happening. He isn't the Jedi. He should be. Well, okay. Um, And he wants more. And all I could think of was Kylo. More! (laughs) And so Anakin has found a way to save her. Yay. Switch to Grievous. Hmm. Okay. So they're being held hostage. There's thousands of battle droids, and we're going to get ready to fight. So, but here's the thing. I don't think they're actually being held hostage because immediately he leaves and is like, says to um, the people around him, they're like, I don't know if he's bringing any battle droids or whatever. I don't think he has an army with him. You know. But I agree because I thought that at first, and then he said that. I was like, oh, I wonder if they're just saying that to throw Obi-Wan, like, off guard and think that, like, you know. Maybe if they said, like, oh, we need saving, then, like, all he's going to come with the whole army, and then we'll just fight them, and we have more power than them, and we'll catch them off guard, because, like, we're more prepared, because we knew they were coming kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can see that. Um, But right now, we are on Utabao. <laughs> you have to say it like that always. Um, Okay. According to StarWars.com databank... Ringed by numerous moons, the remote sanctuary of Utapau is a planet pitted with enormous sinkholes. That's terrifying. Its windswept surface is dry and desert-like, but deep in the porous crust. Porous crust. (laughs) At the bottom of the sinkholes are pools of life-giving water. Many of the sinkholes on one of the planet's small continents are lined with intricate cities that stretch deep into caves and crevices beneath the planet's surface, as well as mining operations that seek to uncover valuable minerals from the planet's depths. So this is what they're this is the planet that they're on. Um, with good old Grievous. Good old Grievous. And then um are they called Powans? Powans? I don't know how to say sure. that. Anyway, they're according to uh, Wikipedia, they're gaunt, long-lived humanoids from Utapau. Um, they dwelled in their planet's sinkholes and tamed the local Veractal for riding. Due to their long lifespan, they were also known as the Ancients. The Utai another indigenous species that lived on Utapau, and them were collectively known as Utapans. Utapans. 
So a varactyl is what I dubbed a um it's the lizard that <laughs> Obi Wan rides. Basically, it looks like an iguana. Mixed with like a, a gir- dinosaur. I almost said a giraffe, which is not what I mean. <laughs> it made me think of like a T-Rex. There are um, species of majestic giant reptivan herbivores native to the world of Utapau. They typically have blue and green crests and feathered ridges along their backs and were incredibly loyal and obedient mounts. Fractal were fearless steeds and were willing to jump down perilous slopes if asked to by the rider. Would you call it him a noble steed? Yes, I would, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, Obi-Wan is riding one of those. It's an iguana thing. <laughs> and so Grievous decides that they're going to go ahead and send the Separatist Council to Mustafar. Mm-hmm. And our Nemoidian friend is not feeling safe and not happy. Yeah. <sighs> I like, though, that, um, so he's like, yep, I'm sending y'all away. They're not pleased with it. But, like, Obi-Wan's there, and he overhears everything. Mm-hmm. And then he jumps down, and it's the famous, hello there. I love it. He's so cute. Um, And then they bring out, you know, because they got their, like, dudes fighting. So they got their, elect- I said lightning sticks, but they're electro staffs. Same and thing. Then, <laughs> oh, Grievous gets in. He's like, I'm just going to kill him myself. Yeah. And he's like, Count Dooku has trained me in the Jedi way, fighting ways or whatever. And he's got four lightsabers. So it's four against one. Who's going to win? Whoosh. A hand gets cut off, but like a mechanical hand. So it's not Obi-Wan. Oh so now it's three to one. And then another hand. And then the troops, the troopers are here. Oh. The troopers? That sounds weird. I was like, how very Star Wars of you to start with these hands. Yes. <laughs> um, so helps here and blasters are blasting, you know? Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. There's like a really weird um, shot where it's like up close on both of their eyes. Like, yeah. I'm like, is that a very like, I think you're 90s, 2000s. I don't know, thing? but I think you're supposed to, I think that the watcher is supposed to, watcher, viewer, <laughs> holy cow, <laughs> is supposed to realize that Grievous is like not a droid. Ah, uh, okay. You know, I feel because okay, you might not have known that before. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like you see, and then you would be like, "Oh, that's skin and flesh mm-hmm. underneath," and like you're actually. I didn't even think about not that. a droid. Well, so then, like, uh, he's down to two lightsabers, right? And he's fighting against Obi Wan. Then Obi Wan uses the Force, throws him back. Then all of a sudden, he's like in scorpion mode I said spider <laughs> <laughs> I said spider it's like all it's, it's just very like weird it's very bug like <laughs> yes and then he gets on this wheelie thing <clears throat> and then he starts zooming away and then Obi-Wan gets on that animal thing and then it cuts he starts chasing after them and then it cuts back to now the council is chatting mm. and um they're like oh let me interrupt and they're like Obi-Wan has made contact the fight fighting has like started mm-hmm. And so then Mace Windu says to Anakin, hey, can you go update Palpatine and tell him like that Obi-Wan's made contact. The fighting has ensued. Hopefully this will be the end shortly. Um, And so Anakin leaves and then they cut back to like, uh, it's almost like now we're really going to have our council meeting. Yeah. Because then Mace Windu starts talking about the fact that he's like, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. 
and he's not wrong. And yeah. he goes on to say, like, the dark side of the force is surrounding the chancellor. And then they're kind of talking about their plan, how they have to remove. He needs to be removed from office. Yeah. And um, they're going to do that after Grievous is finally defeated. They're going to figure out how to make him step down mm-hmm. because realistically, uh, <laughs> And this is uh, also it's easy for us to say, like, these are the things that should happen because one, we're an outsider watching and we know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, we know how this ends. Not well for a majority of these Jedi that you really should have never given him all of that power. He shouldn't have ha- gotten it in the first place. But, like, that's exactly what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're trying to, like, fix these mistakes. Um, and I was like, this is exactly what Palpatine wants so he can say that they've committed treason. So like they're all just playing right into his hand. Mm-hmm. So then Anakin and Palpatine are talking and he continues to stir up those feelings of distrust in Anakin with the Jedi council. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, they're kind of talking about the force and Anakin seems surprised that he knows about both sides or whatever. And he's like, you need to, especially in like, if you're going to be in power and if you're going to be in charge, you need to know all Anything and everything you can, that's the right way to learn it. You need to learn the light side of the force and you need to learn the dark side. Cause like, how are you going to be a, the greatest, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he basically is making himself out to be the only person that can help Anakin. He's like, I can help you save Padme. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, how do you know about that? Uh, And he's like, kind of like, doesn't matter. I know how to save your wife. I can help you. And that's when Anakin's like, it's you. You're the Sith. Yes. And so this is when I said, I'm like, this is my question. Because how does he know? So did he plant those visions? Did he make sure? Because we know that he's not dead at all. (laughs) Palpatine, that is. So, like, did he plant those visions? Did he plan on killing, like, her using the force we don't we don't know well don't he know needs anakin anyway. detached and hateful mm-hmm. and angry so maybe mm-hmm. i mean it it all serves a purpose for him yeah um, it would make sense if the answer was yes yeah it definitely would um so yeah well and i like that you know there's this this part where Palpatine says to him, he's like, he's talking about Anakin's anger. He's like, use your anger. He's it makes you stronger, which is not at all what Yoda said. So it's like these two parallels of, Mm -hmm. we know that there's a lot of anger in Anakin and maybe had he been allowed to figure out exactly why he's angry and work through those things, things would have ended up differently. But you once you want to have the, the dark side saying, use that anger, use it. To your advantage, do these things, and then you have the the light side that's saying, "Don't, don't be angry, because mm-hmm. anger leads to to hate, which leads oh fear leads to anger, so uh, anger leads to hate, and ha- hate leads to the dark side." Yeah, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. but like none of that is like, "Hey, let's sit and work through like why are you angry? Like what's upsetting you? Like let's talk through your." Can you see Palpatine doing out. that? Why are no. you angry? <laughs> he's just gonna like add again he's like constantly Feeling adding fuel to yeah. to the doubts and distrust and all of these things that Anakin has yeah. inside of himself where the the Jedi's kind of are trying to like 
use tablespoons of water to douse that fire. Like, you know, it's not very, neither one of them are effective. One's either going to build it up or one's trying to make it smaller, but not in the correct way. Um, and like, this is when he's like, I'm going to go tell the council. Like I, I can't, Yeah, he wants to kill him, but he doesn't, it could have, it could have been ended right then, man, for sure. Um, and then it cuts back to Obi-Wan and Grievous. They're still fighting. It seems like Obi-Wan is always hanging off of things. Can we talk about that? He's always hanging off of things. We have to show cool moves. Also, do you know what I called their, what they were fighting with? I called it a sparky Q-tip. <laughs> oh, my God. I called call it a lightning stick. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it's an electrostaff. But they move from that to hand-to-hand combat. Which is pretty interesting. And Grievous is kind of thrashing Obi-Wan for uh, a second there. And then Obi-Wan gets a blaster and there's some shots to the chest piece. And then there's a really good quote. So uncivilized. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I said he goes down in flames. Pretty much. Much like somebody else at the end of this movie. Wow. Uh, He gets back up. Because you're never going to keep him How down. That? Yes, thank you for knowing what I was thinking. <laughs> so much time uh, together. So Anakin does do the right thing, and he tells Mace Windu mm-hmm. that, you know, hey, I believe that um, Palpatine is the Sith Lord, and I appreciate Mace Windu in this moment where he was like, he takes like, I, almost, he doesn't really take a step back, but he actually was like, I'm going to believe you. Mm-hmm. And when this is all over, if this all turns out to be true, like you have earned my trust. Um, See, that's the part that kind of gets me, though. Like if when this is all over, you have earned it. And I'm like, that's like not the thing to say to this kid right now. Well, I think that I think that had he been allowed to go with him, it would have been a different story. You know what I mean? Um, Because like you aren't given trust. You have to earn it. In my opinion. Because also we see that Anakin doesn't do well. No. Uh, and so he does tell him, like, they're looking to remove him from power again. And Anakin's like, he's too powerful. He's too powerful. Like, let me go with you. Right. And then Windu's like, nope, you're not coming. Like, you have to stay here. And then so obviously Anakin's mad. He is here. Yes. That he's left behind. But it turns out that uh, what he says is true. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, honestly... Had things, had he not done what he did, I guarantee, in my opinion, he would have been a master at the end of this. Like, this is all over. Uh, Palpatine's arrested. Things have kind of settled down a little bit. Mm, I think he would have been a master. Yeah. Yeah. And and this this upcoming scene is really tough. So it, like, cuts to Padme. Yeah, You know that she can, like, feel something. And then it cuts back to Anakin. And he's sitting in the empty council chamber. And Palpatine's words are, like, running through his head. And you can really sense the shift that's, like, now fully taking place. And he's crying. And then you see C-3PO walk up to Padme. And then it cuts back to Anakin jumping into a speeder. And it's like, he's gone. Well, even talking about like just that scene itself, there's music playing in the background, but it's quiet. Neither one of them are really talking, mm-hmm. obviously, but they're all they're both looking out at the same sky, the same sunset, the same thing, like watching all of those things. And they're both thinking. And so it's like they're they're in the same moment doing the same thing. But there's so much distance between yes. them. And um, it's only getting larger. Yeah. And, you know, it's like this is really kind of like the calm before everything shifts Mm -hmm. 
So Anakin, of course, then leaves. And Windu and Palpatine, they're facing off. Um, Windu tries to arrest him. And then this is really when we see the real side of Palpatine. So, like, zoom, all the lightsabers go up. He kills everyone. It's down to just Mace, Windu, and I said Palpy. <laughs> So they're moving and fighting. Of course, the room that they're in, the large window window breaks. Window. (laughs) Window breaks. Then they're fighting on the ledge. Window gets the upper hand. Then it's lightning hands Palpatine. And then Anakin's coming in and he sees this, right? And they're both trying to use Anakin to help each, like, themselves with their fight. And it basically comes down to, like, you have to choose. And Palpatine is using, he's, he used the lightning hands. And then he's like, I'm so weak. I'm so weak. Yes. Oh, what was a great me? actor? Save me, save me, save me. And so he's like, you must choose. And essentially it's like, are you choosing Mace Windu and the Jedi's? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to choose me Palpatine? And I have the power to save Pal- Padme. And right? I'm so helpless um, right now. Yes. And so like, what's interesting though, is like he Anakin won't let Pat, uh, Palpatine die. He's mm-hmm. like, it's not the Jedi he way. He needs to stand trial. Garbage. Garbage. Because how many people have you killed, Anakin? Mm. Did they stand trial? No. Mm. So when it serves your purposes, you can be killing everybody and anything. But when it serves, doesn't serve your purpose, you're like, oh, no, no. It's not the Jedi way. Mm-hmm. And Mason is like, what? What? You know? And so, like, obviously, Palpatine's playing weak. Anakin cuts Windu's hand off. Another hand. And obviously. Another hand, everyone. Another one. And another one. <laughs> and then, again, because Palpatine was freaking faking it. Electric hand. Shoots him with lightning hands again, and then he goes out the window. Yep. So, like, he's done. He's dead. So now, let's talk about... <laughs> R.I.P. Mace Window. Can we also say R.I.P. to Palpatine's face? Because now he looks like that one alien out of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. I looked and was like, I wonder if that's like the same. Like, did they just take the same like face mask? And oh, put my it on God. It? We have a cool um, quote here. You're fulfilling your destiny. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Palpatine uh, finally looks like his own nasty inner self. And I'm I'm yes. here for it. You deserve yeah. to look like that. Yeah. A-hole. Yeah. And basically, Anakin's going to do whatever Palpatine asks him at this point. Yeah. So he asks, asks him to become his apprentice. Yeah. And he's like, he pledges. Yeah. He says, I will say, do anything to save Padme. Good, good. The force is strong with you. A new name, everyone. Eh? Welcome Darth Vader to the podcast. <sighs> <sighs> Um, Yoda feels now. This. Let's talk about the new. Let's talk about the new plot, right? Uh, so the Jedi's, they're now uh, the enemy. Yes. So they're figuring out that they they were like, okay, the Jedi want control of the Republic, which is not at all true, right? And they're like, so since they couldn't get to you, they're gonna next go and they're gonna get the Senate, and they're like, this is exactly what they're going to use they being Palpatine to justify order 66, which is to kill all the Jedi for treason right. because they're now all enemies of the Republic. And so then Anakin gets his first order, which is sickening. Mm-hmm. And he needs to go to like the Jedi temple. I wrote council and show no mercy, which is killing all of the children. All there. The younglings. 
And after after he goes and kills all of the children, then he has to go and kill all of the separatist mm-hmm. leaders so that the Sith can truly rule the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, why that wouldn't Anakin why wouldn't from, he think that this was bad? I don't know. Like, it's yeah. almost like it almost like it flipped a switch so quickly. Like I know that he was leading yeah. to this to, to this side, but it was like all of a sudden he went from. Literally, you can't kill Palpatine. That's not the Jedi way to, I'm going to kill all of these children. Yes. So, like, what? I don't get, like, the, there was a huge, like, switch. Was it had to be desperate. It has like- to be desperation to save Padme. Like, that has to be blinding him so much. But, like, it's like, so wild. You're going to kill all of these kids, all of these Jedi people that are your friends, your colleagues yeah. that you've known for years. You're just okay with them all dying when you literally were just like, we can't kill Palpatine. It's not the Jedi way. Yeah. So like, what? What? Yeah. It's disgusting. It's really sad. And then it gets super sad because we're about, and I've never really focused on this before, but it then cuts to the last moment with like Obi-Wan and his captor, Commander Cody. Captor Cody. Commander Cody. We're Uh like, They're having like a friendly moment. They've been fighting together. He hands him like back his lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. And how many years have these these troopers and these Jedi been fighting? Um, and like in the Ahsoka book, she mentions that like, uh, how kind of hurt she was. Where like it went from she was fighting with all of these troopers, they were friends, and then all of a sudden, because of the way that they're programmed, unfortunately, like. A flip was switched, literally, and they a, all had to obey. You said a like, flip was switched. <laughs> a switch was flipped, and they have, they're going to obey. Like they're they're programmed to obey any orders they're given. Yeah. Um, and seeing it happen, where like they have this moment, and that's like the last moment we see. Then he gets the the transmission, and he's like, "Hey, we're it's gotta we're happening now. It's doing it now. Execute Order sixty six. Mm-hmm. And then we see the order take. Go into effect yeah. and, and take the place where, you know, it starts happening. Pretty much all of them. Um, it, it just select few aren't killed. It just like flips from scene to scene of all these different Jedi and like it's in the skies. Yeah. Every Jedi is dying. All these stormtroopers are turning on them. And the, and the realization that some of these Jedi have right before they die is really heartbreaking because they yeah. they know that they're going to die because it, yeah. it and it's just it's really, really sad. And it's gut wrenching. And then Yoda, I was crying, falling to his knees. Like I almost did. There had there were tears in my eyes, but none of them fell out of my eyes. And um, yeah. So they try and take out Yoda, but he's ready. And the Wookies are standing there, like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> this are also like this is where um, and I haven't watched a ton. I've watched a couple of episodes of Bad Batch, but this is exactly where it picks up. Yeah. Is like they're fighting right when they get the order. And there's, um, like, the master and then hit their her apprentice. Well, I don't know if it's her, but their apprentice. And they kill the master. The kid gets away. And um, who's voiced by Freddie Prince Jr., I believe. Mm-hmm. And they go running. And so this Bad Batch, like, they are... Um, they are also... Uh, what are they called? Um, clones... But, like, they're, quote, the Bad Batch, so they've been modified. Right. So, like, majority of them, when they got that order, 
they don't have that command to obey except for the one did like was more likely to. Mm -hmm. And so they, um, kind of let him go free and it's like this whole thing but like that's that's exactly like the very first episode of bad batch starts with order 66 and so like this young jedi like um sees this apprentice sees his master be killed by all of these troopers that they were just fighting with Mm -hmm. um it's just devastating it's just sad Mm -hmm. (sighs) and then i said talk about a freaking sad scene yeah and then let's talk about the saddest of sad scenes. No. And I have the quote. It says, Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going to do? And like this little kid, it's like doesn't know that Anakin's about to betray them because the kid says that yep. and then Anakin zoom with his lightsaber. Zoom. Oh, uh, it's disgusting. It's so sad. Yeah. And then, of course, Panma's all worried because like she sees like I think she hears that there's fighting. He, she sees the smoke from the temple because mm-hmm. we see hear about this later on. Mm-hmm. Um, she's crying. C three PO's there. She's crying, and she's worried about Anakin. Yep. And unfortunately, Anakin is the one she does need to worry about him. But it's a little too late. It's a little different. Um, and then we see Baylor got yes. land. And then he's talking to troopers and he's like, what's going on? And they're like, well, there's been a rebellion. And they're like, it's your time. Like with guns in their hand, they're like, you, you need, need to leave. Yeah. To leave. And, and so he, he goes to leave and then a kid intervenes with a lightsaber because I think they were going to start shooting at yeah. him. But the kid with the lightsaber jumps in first. Yeah. But they let um, him leave. But like, why would you leave the kid there? Well, the kid dies. <sighs> they shoot and kill that kid and, and bail and like he like yells like no or something like that. And then he's gone. Just. Ugh. Um, and so yeah, Yoda drops the the Wookies off, and he leaves in a pod, and the Wookies look so sad because they're like something they, is so wrong. Yeah, yeah. And um, Chewie's there, and I said, but like, so when is this in relation to like when he's like buddies with Hans? You know, like Han Solo. Because mm. I was thinking, I'm like. <sighs> Does that fit in the timeline actually, or are they just doing like some fan service of like, we're on the Wookiee planet, Chewbacca is here? You know what I mean? Or is it another Chewbacca? I would think there's only one. I don't know. I don't know. How many Chewies does it take? Uh, but Baylor Gana wants to rip off some arms. One. Sure. <laughs> wants to help the Jedi. <laughs> And then, like it flips, Cody tells the men to move into the ships, and Obi Wan is hiding and sneaks into a speeder. And so there's an emergency code 913, and they're sending some coordinates. R2's there, Anakin's back. What's going on? Everything's wild. Like, it's disgusting to me to think that. And he's a little liar. What he just did, and then he goes and, like, kisses and hugs his wife. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's what's disturbing about, like, even serial Mm -hmm. killers where, like, they go or they do all this horrendous crime. And then they just go back and they're like, hi, honey, I love you. Like, how? How do you do that? Psychopath. Oh, Anakin. Anakin tells Padme that the Jedi tried to overthrow the Senate. What are you going to do? He won't betray the Republic. He doesn't know about Obi-Wan and he hopes that he has remained loyal to the Chancellor. My question about this whole scene is like, why, why isn't she putting up more of like a stink about it? Like she just kind of like rolls over and is like, oh, okay. Like they've, they're committing treason. 
Like that to me, if I heard that, I'm like, that doesn't sound like what something the Jedi would do. You know what I mean? Like that sounds preposterous. You would like health in a healthy way question. Yeah. What was going on? She like doesn't really seem to question it at all. She's just like, that doesn't seem like them. And then he's like, so she goes, oh, like, what are you going to do? Go to like how does, I'm gonna I go to Mustafar and I'm gonna f stuff up basically, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh god! So Anakin has a mission to go to Mustafar to end the war. Things will be different. Please wait for me. And R two isn't having any of this ish. He knows. <laughs> he knows that this isn't right, but he goes anyway. And Anakin's off. On his uh, final Anakin double life before he turns into, fully turns into Darth Vader. And C-3PO says that he feels helpless. And so do the rest of us because we know something bad is coming. Something wicked this way comes. Mm -hmm. It's sad. The next, well, the last 50 minutes that we're going to get into um, in our next episode is a whole lot of fighting and honestly just like it's so sad like the end of this movie is just so sad yeah the watching watching order 66 take effect is 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 sad Mm -hmm. and then there's just I think that we and we talk about it at length on in our uh, on the Swish podcast about like mental health and like the wizarding world, mm-hmm. mental health in the galaxy. Come on, like Homeboy had some trauma that he needed to work through, and nobody was helping him. Especially mental health with and, the Jedi. Yes, and I think that had things gone a different way and people had a better communication, um, things would have worked out. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, Anakin was used by both sides and they preyed upon mm-hmm. his feelings and all of those things, um, especially Palpatine. And this is what happens is, is he, they, cre- they created Darth Vader. Um, yeah. It's sad. Yep. So if you would like to send us an email <laughs> for our discussion episodes, you can find us at the Padawan transmissions at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at the Padawan Transmissions and on Twitter at TPT underscore 327. Our personal um, handles, Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's and me, I am Tiffany. I am on Twitter and Instagram at TiffSwish underscore Flick. Let's hear about uh, how to be more Vader since we're actually having Vader now in our lives. Who's ready? This is a palpy quote. We must move quickly. The Jedi are relentless. Are you ready to hear more? No. Manage changing circumstances. At some stage in your career, you will face change at your workplace. It could mean staging a hostile takeover of a rival trade federation and toppling their leadership. Or it could mean a crucial rebrand when your republic suddenly becomes the first galactic empire. Worse still, a management shakeup could mean redundancies, especially for your mystical hooded colleagues. Find the opportunity and change and execute on it. Or be executed from your current role. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice. 
Ay, ay, ay. Y'all, we're almost done. I'm excited to get to OGs. episode number four. Yes, Where's baby. my Han Solo? Hot. Where's my Chewy for more than a second? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm excited to get to the, the original trilogy. Yes. <sighs> so the quote I think I'm going to use today is going to be, I could say, you're breaking my heart. Mm. Do that. Let's do that one. I was going to have another, I was going to have a fun one, but we'll do that. <sighs> so, y'all, thanks for listening. Yes. Um, we have one more episode on this movie, and then I don't know if we'll start episode four right afterwards. We haven't really discussed it yet, but you'll hear whatever we drop. <laughs> so, thank you for being on this journey with us. We've made it through almost three whole movies, and I'm excited for episode four to begin. Thank you. Oh, he just shut the door with his nose <laughs> when he tried to open it. <laughs>